Thank you for downloading this chaplaincy podcast from our Advent and Christmas series. Each podcast consists of a short reading, a two to three minute thought and a piece of music, some of which has been specially produced for us. For more podcasts, please go to our chaplaincy webpage at uhmbt slash services slash chaplaincy. We hope that you enjoy having a little time to think. Merry Christmas. Okay, we come to the final day of our Advent and Christmas uh, cycle. We've got Epiphany. It's the Eve of Epiphany. The wise men have arrived and they're offering their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. We're going to do our talks uh, a wee bit differently today. Normally they've been five minutes and a, a piece of music. This is going to be a longer one because we've got gold, frankincense and myrrh to talk about. I'm going to break the talk into three parts. And after each part, a bit of a thought for the day type part, uh, there'll be a verse from We Three Kings that will be played. Uh, so it's going to be a longer piece, but of course it means you can then stop it part way through and listen to a bit throughout the day or whatever. And at the end, we're going to play the whole kind of We Three Kings for you, sung um, by Devon. He's got a fantastic voice. And um, you can then do what you like. You can sing in the shower if you want. We don't mind. So there we go. The reading. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So we have three gifts, gold, frankincense and myrrh. I don't know about you, but every time I hear that passage read, the first question that comes to my mind is, I wonder what happened to them? You know what it's like at Christmas. Where's that jumper your mum bought you? What did you do with that present you got from so-and-so? So what happened to the gold, frankincense and myrrh? It's this practical aspect we're going to think about in our meditations or reflections as we go forward now. First of all, gold. It's a sign of kingship. That's the obvious thing. In the ancient world, kings used gold. They used it to buy allegiance. They went to war over gold. They created great trade routes over gold. The gift of gold is clearly significant of the kingship of Christ. But I wonder if it was also really practical. If you carry on reading the text, no sooner do the wise men depart from the house... Then Joseph gets a dream saying, Herod wants to kill, kill the child, you better flee. So they go to Egypt. Christ becomes a refugee. I just wonder whether gold paid for the passage. After all, it costs money. Economic migrants and refugees today have to pay for their passage. Joseph takes the family to Egypt. He stays there for a while. Perhaps he sets up a small business to feed the family and maybe keeps a bit of that gold back for actually as a deposit for getting home again. And I also wonder whether that practical story gets told in the family, becomes part of family tradition. It's interesting that Jesus has so many parables about wealth and money, and that fantastic phrase, make friends by means of unrighteous mammon, i.e. use the cash to ease the flow. Maybe he got that idea from the flight to Egypt. Maybe the family story churned over in his mind until he said, well, Joseph must have made friends by means of unrighteous mammon. He got us out of a tight spot and then eventually back home. Which raises very interesting questions for us. What do we do with our money? What do we do with our wealth? 
Do we make friends by means of unrighteous mammon? How will we use our wealth in 2021? A king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again. King forever ceasing, never over us all to reign. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Frankincense. Perhaps another really obvious one. After all, frankincense, very, very highly prized in the ancient world, used for all sorts. Um, But, you know, a sign of divinity. Frankincense gives us incense. Incense is burnt to God's. Matthew is a Jewish writer. The only incense you can burn is incense to God. The fact that the gift is given to Christ is Matthew saying, hey, think about who this baby is. It's a very practical gift though. As well as being used for incense in the ancient world, if you were high ranking, very often you'd have servants or slaves going before you burning incense because the people smelt a bit. There you go. One of the interesting things for me about incense, though, is not its divinity or its use as a nice perfume, but it's one of those things that's given in which we are forced not to separate religion and daily life. In our culture, religion is almost like a private hobby. Even if it inspires you to go and do some work, it's still seen as private. In the ancient world, though, frankincense wasn't seen as for kings or for gods or for generally nasty smells. It was seen as having all three meanings and purposes. In other words, daily life and divinity were mixed. They weren't separated out. So the question for us, perhaps, in 2021, is how do we mix our faith, our spirituality, with daily life? To offer have I incense owns a deity nigh prayer and praising all men raising worshipping God most high O star of wonder star of night star with royal beauty bright Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Myrrh. Well, here's the biggie, isn't there? Myrrh was an embalming perfume. It signifies death. There is the resonance in all of this of Christ is coming to meet his death. It's there. Whether that myrrh was kept and actually used after Christ was taken down from the cross, I have no idea. All that knowledge is now lost to us. Its symbolism is, however, incredibly powerful. But it's powerful in the not normal sense of powerful. You see, anybody who's born into this world, by definition, will die. It's just a consequence of coming. But if it's true 
that Christ chose to be born into this world to die for humanity, then death is a consequence for him of choice, not of simply being born. That's a very different thing. And so the sign of myrrh, this sign of death and embalming, is a sign of a God prepared to take on board death, to identify with people. You and I die because it's a consequence of being born. Christ is the child he was born to die through choice. And that forces to think through what we mean by death. Death in any part of the world is natural. But in a strange kind of way, part of death in the Christian tradition is unnatural. It was something taken on by God himself, but with an express purpose, to break its power. Death in our culture is something that's walked away from or is medicalised. Maybe one of the challenges of 2021 is to try and get death and thoughts around death back on the agenda. Not to be morbid, but to talk about the possibility of through death there is hope. Mary's mine, its bitter perfume Breathes a life of gathering gloom Sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying Sealed in a stone-cold tomb Oh, star of wonder, star of night Star with royal beauty bright Westward leading still proceeding Guide us to thy perfect light Thank you very much for accompanying us on this journey through Christmas and Epiphany. We're going to finish now with the final carol, which is We Three Kings, sung by Devon. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you've enjoyed the talks. And if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. Thank you very much indeed. And have a great 2021. Three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar, field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Born a king on Bethlehem plain, gold I bring to crown him again. King forever, ceasing never over us all to reign. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect night. 
Frankincense to offer a vie Incense speaks of deity nigh Prayer and praising all men raising Worshipping God most high O star of wonder, star of night Star with royal beauty bright Westward leading, still proceeding Guide us to thy perfect light Mary's mine, its bitter perfume Speaks a life of gathering gloom Sorrowing, sighing, bleeding, dying Sealed in a stone-cold tomb Oh, star of wonder, star of night Star with royal beauty bright Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Glorious now, behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. Him sings Alleluia, Alleluia, the earth replies. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast from the Morecambe Bay Trust Chaplaincy Team. To download more podcasts, please go to the UHMBT website slash services slash chaplaincy.